Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Beatex Smith and Steve Metz. Beatex Smith and Steve Metz, you are now entering the Megacast. The Megacast. <laughs> It is the Megacast! Megacast! What's up, Ted Smith? <laughs> what up, Stu? I'm falling down the wrong thing. There we go. Let's just keep yelling over it! Yeah! 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 Classic week! <laughs> the classic week is absolutely right. We're off to Spokane <laughs> in two days. The two of us are beyond jacked. We also have Charlotte from the WWE. She's going to be calling Charlotte! in. Charlotte! So we're going to be hanging out with the WWE Divas champion just a little bit. We got to talk about the man in the tree at some point during this man podcast. Man in the tree! But before we do anything, Ted, we got to get our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning! functioning. So let's get 10 push-ups. <laughs> and in honor of the man in the tree, it's Pearl Jams. In my tree. He's, somebody said on Twitter, Man in the Tree has to be the cover of the new Pearl Jam album. He does. He looks like if you're like, describe the Pearl Jam fan. Yeah. Really, describe Seattle hipster. I know, it's terrible. He's not doing much for our city's profile. I love Ryan the Beard from Metal Shop. It looks like Ryan. He's using that as his profile picture right now. <laughs> I'm like, oh, points to you, Ryan. All right, let's get to... I don't know if I can do 10, but I'll explain to you why after we try. All right. All right, let's get 10, Mega Family. Careful, careful. I did it, Ted. You got it. I did it. I feel good now. Yeah. Uh, before the podcast this morning, I was uh, hanging out of my house, sitting on the floor, playing with Lulu, and I was setting up some stuff because I'm- It's National Puppy Day, Steve. It is. Happy National Puppy Day to everybody listening. And I went to reach for a pair of headphones on the floor, and I the sharpest pain up my, my, my butt through my back, like I, I, I couldn't move. And then I had to get in a car- and sit in stupid traffic because we're off this week. And that traffic's brutal out geez, there. Jeez, dude. I left my house at 8. I didn't get here until 9.55. Nearly two hours. Not to mention you got a man in a tree. That's causing all backups, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, it was brutal, dude. So my back's all jacked and we got the classic coming up. I'm supposed to play hockey tomorrow. I told you, man. Coach thinks you should sit tomorrow out. You think so? We need you primed for that classic. I know. I need to make saves. Or a coach might just get you really wasted on Saturday and find a goalie for you for the second game. Or just get me wasted and I'll forget that I'm hurting. Oh, you know, different coaching technique, but I like it. I listen <laughs> to my players, Steve. Ted Talks, starring the Tech Smith. Today's Ted Talk, like a lot of Ted Talks, is directed at me as much as it's for you. <laughs> uh, listen, it's a powerful word. Uh, sometimes I forget to do it. I think a lot of people do, and we get so caught up in our emotions and what we're talking about, and especially in this given time, it, you know, sometimes you just got to stop down. You got to make sure you're listening to other people's opinions and other people's thoughts. You don't have to agree with them necessarily, but it, you know, listening's a good trait to have. It's a good thing to do, and it probably educates you some too. 
and not just listening to wait for the person to stop speaking and then for you to start talking. I think we, yeah. can, we can learn a lot. When I went to a radio convention, they brought out the guys from the Second City Improv Troupe. Oh, which nice. Is, I mean, legends. Yeah. Uh, even if they're the newer crew, the fact that they're even a part of that, that improv troupe is, is a testament to their abilities. And the biggest takeaway they had, and this, can be, this doesn't have to apply to improv comedy, but it can apply to anything. And I try and utilize it. And we all, like, like you said, I, I need to say this out loud to hear it myself sometimes, is that instead of waiting for that person to stop speaking so you can say whatever it is that's in your head, just let that go. Let that, that thought that's in your head go. If it's that good, it'll stick with you. Listen to what they're saying and, and, and follow up off of what they're saying. And, and I try and do that with the interviews that we do, with just life, with my wife, hanging out with you, Ted. I think, I think that's a good one, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's just, and it sucks sometimes. Yeah. Because you're listening to somebody, they're going to say something you don't, want, you don't agree with, you don't like, and your brain starts running. Yep. You're automatically thinking of a defensive or just something to say back, as yeah. opposed to actually just listening. You know? I had a... And it still sticks with me, and you probably don't remember this. When we first started hanging out, you gave me a, a life lesson with that. All right. Yeah, see? I don't remember. You know how it is, but you're all hanging out, relatively new group. Everyone's trying to get there in, like, you know, almost one-up each other. Right. And I remember you saying something, and I cut you off. And you just looked at me and go, hey, man, let me finish saying what I'm saying. All and right. And I was just like... And you didn't say it like, like, F you, buddy. Like, I don't like you anymore. You know, it was just, hey, man, I'm not done with my thought. Let me finish it. And I was like, whoa. And to this day, whenever I'm talking with somebody and I feel like I might be doing that, I, I, I remind myself of that moment. And I'm like, let them finish what they're saying. Otherwise, you're just being a dick. Yeah. And I trust me, I do it all the time, too. That's why I have to be calm. Let me finish what I'm saying, Ted. I hadn't, no, I'm kidding. I apologize, Steve. <laughs> Dude, I want to do this. I don't know how this is going to go. But my wife showed me this story. Uh, before we get to the Charlotte interview, she'll be joining us in about like, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, maybe less than that. Um, she shows me this story and I don't know, I question whether or not it's true because these days it seems like anything on Twitter that's somewhat comedic, you know, when like that guy was like witnessing an argument or screwing with somebody on an airplane and it turns out he was just a writer and he was just kind of getting his, he was making fiction up on right. Twitter. But it's truly one of the most entertaining things I've ever read. All right. Um, and the headline of the story that my wife showed me was, and this is, I mean, the headline of all headlines. I mean, if you want to get someone to click on your story, use this as your headline. A woman reportedly puts duty in her purse while on a date. Hmm. <laughs> do you have, do I have your interest? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm interested. Why did she put poop in her purse? Well, I have her timeline of tweets. Okay. Okay. So she's on a date. Her name is uh, Misunderstood Worm. You know what? God damn it, I just cut you off. <laughs> Go ahead, Ted. I think that she- I mean, what I'm thinking is I- I'm kidding. <laughs> My theory is she pooped her pants and then put her panties in the purse. Uh, it's close. All right. All right. I feel, you know what, maybe a little dramatic music for these tweets that we read. Okay. Are you ready? Hit me with the dramatics. I have a story to tell. It is about my poop. Poop. So yesterday, I went on a date with a man who asked me out in the grocery store the other day. All was going well. I went back to his place. Yeah. I'm a confident, calm, and self-assured woman. So I felt comfortable pooping in his bathroom. All right, all right. This was a mistake. Ooh. His toilet did not flush properly. Oh, that's terrible. So of course, like any calm, confident, self-assured woman, I panicked. 
and flushed it a million times, making everything worse. That's never a good idea. To keep flushing? <laughs> yes. No. No. It's, uh, all that means is that poopy water is going to start spilling over. Uh, I do think he should have said heads up. Even if you think she's just going in there to pee, still maybe a heads up, my toilet doesn't flush. Right. Jiggle the handle. Yeah. All right, let's continue. By this point, I was really <laughs> frantic because I'd been in there for too long. There was only one single piece of poop. So in that moment, something came over me. And I knew exactly what I had to do. I got toilet paper and removed the one poop from the toilet. Once that was done, I realized I didn't have a plan. What do I do with it now? I can't effing leave it there. By this point, I was really freaking out because I definitely have been there too long. So again, making another horrible decision. You've been in there too long! <laughs> I did the only thing I think I could do. I wrapped it in multiple layers of toilet paper and put it in my purse. <laughs> all right, so now what? We're sitting there on his couch and kissing, and all I can think of is that there's a single piece of poop in my purse. Poop. He says, you're so beautiful. The moment you smiled at me, you had me. I say, that's really sweet. In my head, I say, I have a piece of poop in my purse. At this point, I text my sister for advice. And then she has screenshots of all of it and says, Michaela, what is happening? I don't know, but I have a piece of poop in my purse, and I'm afraid it's going to fall out. My sister says, you need to do something. Go outside, pretend you smoke. Doesn't this toilet clearly work? Does he only have one bathroom? Go outside. So then she says, after a few hours, he used the washroom and I heard it flush. Ooh. I figured he fixed it. Maybe not, but I have to take the chance. I have to. I try to flush the poop, so I brought my purse to the washroom. I unwrapped the poop, prayed to every god I know, put it in and flushed. By the grace of God, it worked. Nice. The poop flushed. I was free. I was in the clear. Everything's going to be okay. I survived. I am the survivor. So that's pretty much the story. She says, this is very embarrassing for me. But seriously, don't drink coffee before a date. It's better to be sleepy than to have to hide poop in your purse. Hmm. I don't know if this was the right music for the story, but I enjoyed it. I liked it. Yeah. I like how you timed out some of the dramatics, too. That was all luck. But it, 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 it worked perfect, Steve. I think this chick is hot, though. Oh, for sure. And that's not just because, like, she took a poop that was solid enough that it could be handled multiple times and then redeposited back in a toilet. So she clearly has a healthy diet and a lot of fiber. So I, I really, I'm saying she's got to be a hot, like, gym chick, right? Yeah. <laughs> and she's drinking coffee at nighttime. Tiny poops. <laughs> right? A tiny poop. Oh. Like the poop I took this morning, there's no picking that out. <laughs> no. That can never happen. Have you ever had to go drop a deuce in uh, a buddy's place without them, like, you know... Without trying to stink them out? Yeah, I mean, it's such a... The worst that ever happened to me one time, we were looking for houses, and we were in the model home of a new development. Yeah. I looked at my wife, I go, or then-girlfriend at the time, and we're looking, and I'm like, this is my only chance. If I don't go here... Disastrous things might happen. Well, and then it's such a bad feeling. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you. Like, if I really got to go, like, you start getting those little beads of sweat. Yes. And you're just like, 
Like, it just seems like there's no worse feeling in the world than your stomach right there. You get those cold poop chills. Oh. So I go and do it, and it was, you know, it was a manly t- affair. Yeah. I come out, and the guy who's, like, running the, he had a good sense of humor, at least. He goes, well, as you can see, the plumbing works perfectly fine in these homes. Oh. And I'm like, yes, it does. Should have bought that house. Was there candles or anything? Oh, no, man. No. It was oh. so embarrassing. The fact that my then girlfriend still married me is a true testament to what she was willing to put up with. I think the worst one I did was for somebody's wedding. We were all staying in a hotel. Uh huh. So I dropped, you know, you know, morning, whatever. But it's my smell, right? Right. So I don't recognize how bad it is. And I've been smoking weed in the hotel room. So I find these other people. I've just met them, right? Oh, no. And they're like, we want to drink beers. And I was like, oh, dude, I got a ton of beer up in my room. <laughs> so we go up there, and everybody goes like, oh, man, I could tell what you were doing in here. And I'm like- <laughs> These are all new people. Yeah, and I go, oh, yeah, I was smoking some weed. And they're like, no, man, it smells like it smells like poop in here. You clearly just pooped. And I was like, oh, yeah. Hey, well, it's nice to meet you guys. Yeah, so- That's my thing. We get these beers to go. <laughs> That could be your thing. See how bad do they want to be friends with the Ted Smith, right? <laughs> right. I'm trying to think if I've had to poop. Uh, yeah, it's it's weird pooping in other people's houses. Oh, I hate it. My hate buddy, it. my buddy Bernie, when he was first dating his girlfriend, mm-hmm. we went to her dad's house. Right. Great cookout and everything, but like, I gotta poop, right? Yeah. So I keep saying, "Hey, I gotta use," and everybody's like, "Just use the bathroom right there, right?" But it's like it's one of those houses where the bathroom. It's like right in the middle of the house, like kind of yeah. n- near the kitchen. Like everybody's got to walk through this corridor. It's no, right- you can't do that. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, so finally I just have to go, right? And I mean, I'm flushing constantly. Right. I'm in there for 10 minutes. And then everybody's like, did you just take a poop? Like in the main, I was like, where did you want me to go? I asked you five times. We thought you just had to pee. <laughs> Why would you ask five times if all you had to do is go pee? Yeah. And I kept saying stupid stuff like, is that the only bathroom? Oh. Yeah. That's the, you know what? Blood is on their hands. Oh, thankfully, there was no blood. <laughs> it was just beats. Just beats. Yeah. Why don't we take a break on that note? Oh, God. When we get back, we are going to talk to WWE superstar Charlotte. Oh, yeah. WrestleMania is coming, and she's got a big match against my girl, Sasha Banks. Does she win that one? Charlotte? I I feel like Charlotte's going to walk away the winner. Yeah. I like to see Sasha Banks win it, but you know what? We're all winners to get to watch those two and Becky Lynch wrestle. We Mm. all win. Yeah. That doesn't sound creepy at all. No, not at all, Steve. Okay, I'm glad we did that before she's on the phone. (laughs) What? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You know what this is? Pop gold bottles like Abos. <laughs> when this should come on the club. The mega cast will be back. We got London on the track. Hey, y'all's over here, they pop like gold bottles. 47's over here, they pop like gold bottles. Ain't no, you know that you're sexy and you got no bottles. We winning over here, we popping gold bottles. Tell me why my red look like them gold bottles. Around my neck look like some gold bottles. One thing about them, they love them gold bottles. Extend those for my phone, they pop like gold bottles. Move over, Atkinson, South Beach. Now you can lose up to 25 pounds in less than two weeks. How? With the new flu diet. I lost eight pounds in two days thanks to the flu diet. 
The flu diet is sweeping the nation, and it really works. Oh, I lost 15 pounds in three days. Oh. Unlike other weight loss programs, the flu diet allows you to eat whatever you want, as much as you want. Oh, God. And you'll really work your abs, glutes, and sphincter. The flu diet, now available. Catch it today. This the ratchet commandments. I need a moment to preach. Mess up on the hitter when you know he got a message. You are labels, I have chickens. Lie up on the Bible. How you looking for a title when you sleeping with his rivals? Put trust in these men. These hitters are now snitches. Quit acting so feminine. Pacify the truth. If you know your pussy lose, you out. So do better. Every night doing the most of all Instagram. Maybe that's the reason why chickens they can't keep a man. They all can't sit with us. Listen while I preach, church. These guys are fans of ratchet bitches. Yeah. yeah. The cast. Whitney takes me. And Steve. He's back. Got it, got it. I mean, I mean, yeah, I mean, how, how could you not be a fan of those kind of girls? Yeah. Actually, I love white trash. Oh, hell yeah. The ratchet chicks, though, just that they're so proud about it now, I just think they're morons. It's more cool when you're not bragging that you are that. Right, and most yeah. of them are just suburban morons right. that have no like. It's like you shouldn't be proud of that. You're I'm not a so real ratchet. ratchet. You're not a real ratchet. <sighs> I Prove <will> to me. <laughs> right. I mean, I like trashy girls, but like I, for some reason, the girls are like, "Ah, oh, I'm so ratchet." It's like I feel like that's code word for I grew up in the suburbs and I now have a venereal disease. <laughs> so I might as well just embrace. What do you expect to get? Yeah, you got syphilis. I said I was ratchet. Right? Did you see the hat? It said ratchet and the shirt. And yeah. glitter. I mean, what do you want from me? This isn't this isn't a uh, a statement on society. My chlamydia shirt means I have chlamydia. <laughs> well, this is a terrible segue into our interview. Oh my god! Sorry, I forgot that was coming no, up. The phone's ringing right now. So let's, 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 she didn't hear that. No, no, it's still ringing. All right, let's. Hi, this is Steve. Megs, Joe, brother, what is going on? I'm doing great. How you doing, man? I can't complain, and I I won't complain once WrestleMania is all over either. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're at the home stretch now, man. Oh, uh, we're getting there. We're getting there. I know, I can't wait. I'm so pumped, dude. Thanks for the invite. Oh man, I'm I'm glad you're coming out. Hopefully, um, you can steal a little time, grab a bite to eat or something. Dude, I would love that. I was, I was just thinking that as well. Like, we need to go grab some food if if you have the time. I know you're the busy one. Uh, yeah, I just got to figure out when I can do it. I mean, sleeping is out of the question, so maybe you know, <laughs> you know, one random night. Who the hell knows? I'll bring a six-pack of Red Bull, and we'll go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yo, awesome. Dude, I have uh, I have Charlotte on the line for awesome. you. Awesome. Right, is it you and Ted, or is it just you? Just uh, No, it's me and Ted. Ted's here right now. Hey, Ted, what's up, man? What's up, brother? All right, I'm going to bring in Charlotte. Hang on one second. Charlotte, you are on the line with Ted and my man Miggs out in Seattle. Miggs, yes. Ted, WWE Divas Champion, Charlotte. Charlotte! What's up? Not much. How are you? I'm doing well, sir. Good. Last time I, I, I had the chance to chat with you was right when you guys were making the switch uh, with SmackDown, which is like maybe like a month or so ago. And, you know, we had a great time. We were talking. We were talking about all the, the, the other Divas. 
And I watched Raw the last time, and you could not be more rude to our girls, Becky Lynch and Sasha. I'm not happy with you right now. <laughs> How much fun is hey, it? Some, someone's got to be the bad guy. Oh, and you're killing it like as it. the bad guy. I love it. <laughs> and in the world where like there's always like certain blurred lines in wrestling, where you're like, okay, am I supposed to cheer? Am I not? I, I think you've. You've you've figured out like the perfect amount of just I don't know just meanness to get people r- rallying and just hating on you and I think it's I mean a true testament to you and what you've developed into your character and and bringing your pops into the mix too has just been like you know I, I would imagine that could have been like a hesitant do I want to do this do I not but man it's just all working and you're fi- firing on all cylinders I'm loving what you're doing right now yeah it was definitely um, I definitely had a lot of hesitation. 100 percent uh they you know actually thought putting him with me at first (laughs) you know people were going to understand the father-daughter duo and that was going to be endearing and as they're telling me this i'm like thinking in the back of my head like this is terrible uh (laughs) like this is like not only i mean you know not not getting to not wanting to debut as a baby face to begin with, because it's not, you know, Char- when I envision Charlotte, I do not picture her as endearing. <laughs> like, no, but it's, that's, that's not, you know, how I pre- tried to present myself. So um, when they gave him to me, I was like, two things. One, um, I'm going to have to do this. I'm going to have to, you know, just do me on what, how I see Charlotte's going to handle this. And then two, I looked at it as, Oh God, they're giving me my dad. I don't want a mic. Like, I don't want a mouthpiece. You know, he's one of the greatest talkers of all time. You know, this is my time. This is where I need to grow. I need the spotlight. I need to get over. My dad's not going to take mine. And I know they're like, they didn't think like, that's what were my fears. I was like, oh my God, they're not going to let me talk on the mic anymore. This. So yeah. I literally just was like, okay, you've got to show the Charlotte that debuted at NXT as a heel and go straight there and, sh- and just, you know, kill it and make your dad a shadow. And that's what I've been trying to do every single week is just really own up to, you know, wanting people to hate me. That's amazing that you say that. That's when, awesome. I mean, because I didn't even think about that, that in a way by pairing you up with him and maybe that wasn't, it doesn't sound like that was probably the intention, but probably lit a fire under your butt to be like, no, this is my mic time. And I'm, and I, as much as, as awesome as my dad is on the microphone, he's not getting that opportunity. No. And that's when I, like, I really took it like to heart. Cause not that they were saying like, oh, you know, you, but like, I'm fully aware of my strengths and weaknesses. Like I, and I will not stop till <laughs> I mean, I'm very competitive. So every week I'm like, okay, I've got to make this adjustment. I can change this, change this, change this. And I was like, my dad's not talking for me. Sorry. Like, it's great that they want to pair me with him. And now that when I knew that it would get me more heat trying to be a baby face, I'm like, no, I'm going to take this and I'm, I'm going to kill it and make people boo me. And they'll have to see where it's going. Charlotte, were you uh, were you that way too? Like in your background with like volleyball, or is it just wrestling that you like being the heel and the black hat? Oh no, I'm total team captain, cheerleader behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm a total baby face. But when it comes to wrestling, no, that's the funny part. Like 
I'm, it, it's like, it's, it's so funny if you like know me in real life and then see that person, like my girlfriend will text me like, girl, you're a bitch. <laughs> 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 like, oh, that's gotta be a little fun to do though. <laughs> well, it's fun for me because only in this world, because I think so many people already have a preconception of me. Like when I walk through the curtain, I'm, you know, it's, it's easier to play what people already think you are. So you're like, well, the joke's on you because I'm really not, you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Well, you have the name yeah. behind you and then also like you're the tall, hot blonde girl. Like it's people want to hate you. Yeah. And it's like, and two, when I first started, um, I had such a chip on my shoulder because I, you know, oh, she's only here because she's Ric Flair's daughter or, you know, that's great. My dad opened a lot of doors for me, but having the last name Flair closes more than it opens. Yeah. It's not like I could have debuted as this 10 foot blonde who was super athletic. People would have loved me, but I'm a Flair. People don't, I mean, what? it's, you know, no one's ever... It, it just, it closes a lot. So when I first started, I was like, God dang it. I'm here because I work hard and I'm here because I'm an athlete and I want it just as much as the other girls and just give me a chance. And honestly, out of, you know, everyone I work with, I had no wrestling experience. So I've done this for three and a half years. But when I started to be comfortable in my own skin and be like, hey, you guys think this? All right, I'm going to use it to my advantage and make you not like me. And turn the character in a way to, you know, okay, to get booed. Instead of working against it, I decided to use it. Charlotte, I, I just had to mentally prepare myself for that. When you're done being Divas champion, when you're done being a, a professional wrestler, I think it you could parlay all of this into like motivational talks. And I mean. The, the fact that you're able to pull that kind of stuff out, like I'm a big fan of just like, hey, ne- do negatives, do whatever. Can you find a positive? Can you find a way to m- make you a better human being? And, and holy smokes, just listening to you right now, like I'm ready to run through a wall. Like yeah, I just, I'm I mean, fired up. This is just unbelievable. <laughs> no, I'm just really passionate about what I do. And my dad, my dad's legacy means, you know, the world to me. And um, I say it all the time, but, you know, I didn't even want to be a wrestler. Um, I, this, my whole career is dedicated to my little brother right. and this was his dream and I'm getting to live his dream. And uh, before we I just want to let everybody know WrestleMania exclusively on the WWE network. And that's happening on Sunday, April 3rd. And it's at AT&T stadium in Texas. You're taking on Becky Lynch and Sasha Banks, former friends, three of the four horsewomen, although you proclaim it's no longer the horsewomen. <laughs> you got, I, I secretly wear my T-shirt, okay? Okay, good. <laughs> I had to say, it broke I, Steve's heart. You did. I didn't know. If I, I was like, that's my girl, Sasha Banks. How can you say such mean things to her? <laughs> um, oh, don't worry. She'll probably snatch my edges or something, and I'll lose some hair mania. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm pumped. I'm going to get to go. I'm flying out. I'm coming for uh, Radio Row, doing all the interviews and, and, and enjoying some of all the fun festivities, going to NXT, WrestleMania, of course. Uh, what advice do you have for somebody like me? I'm coming for WrestleMania. Um, what are the things to look for? What are you excited about that, that this upcoming weekend or uh, WrestleMania weekend? Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Um, access, for one. Um, 
I actually don't get to see Bailey and Oscar. Yeah. Bailey versus Oscar. I don't get to be there, but I know that is going to be the talk of the town. Maybe I'm a little biased. She's the fourth horse woman. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, I mean, there's so it's WrestleMania week. It's a whole week of Super Bowl parties. Yeah. <laughs> there's, I mean, everything. I'm actually really looking forward to, to be honest, the Hall of Fame. Oh, yeah. Because. Most people don't know this, but my favorite growing up was Sting. So I had a major crush on him. So Was it Surfer Sting um, that you liked, or did you like the Crow Sting? Surfer Sting. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm excited that my dad's inducting him, and um, I'll get to feel like a 12-year-old little girl. (laughs) Um, But, I mean, it's going to be awesome. Uh, the biggest one yet, I think. Oh, it's going to be huge, um, yeah. I, uh, I've i got uh, a really cool, different debut look for my Mania entrance, so I'm super excited about that. Uh, I know i got to let you go. Speaking of Mania entrances, and, and I, I am uh, genuinely excited to watch you three just mix it up in there. I think it's going to be one of those matches that's going to be talked about for a while. The other event i hope is going to happen i think a lot of us are huge fans of the new day uh those guys have just been insane with what they've been doing on the mic and also in the ring are are, are you uh, like uh, i mean as, as fans like we just kind of have like this secret hope that something like they're gonna fly out on unicorns with like an orchestra of trombones or something crazy like real unicorns yeah real unicorns of course <laughs> do you guys geek out about those things like you know amongst yourselves like hey oh, i can't wait to see that person's entrance like you know wrestlemania well, is when- like okay so we do but when it comes to WrestleMania season, no one's telling anyone what they're doing right. because <laughs> they don't want the other person to take their thing. Oh, that's a good like point. It's, like, it's very like, well, I don't want to tell them what color, or I'm doing this, or I'm doing that, or like, oh, that's my idea. No, I mean, like, we all support each other, but Mania season is so busy for everyone that's on the card that I, like most people are going to be surprised watching it as they go. Like, most of the talent probably won't watch the show who are on it till afterwards. Gotcha. Only because it's just such a, I mean, it's the biggest show. Oh yeah. But, um, new day is, I mean, I can only imagine what kind of hairstyle Xavier would. Oh, geez. <laughs> Those guys are insane. It's awesome. <laughs> I never thought I'd be more entertained watching a man do a thrist shake or a, a, a hip thrust, like uh, Big E. <laughs> a hip gyrate. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what to call it, but it's, it's, it's very entertaining. Steve does it all the time, Charlotte. He knows what it is. Yeah, I know. I just don't want to act like I know, of course. Yeah, I hope I don't go out in Dallas and see you doing it like wine dancing. Well, yeah, if you see a six foot three <laughs> bald guy doing a hip thrust screaming bootios, then you know it's me. Okay. <laughs> hey, Charlotte, <laughs> I, we, I don't want to keep you late for all of your other interviews, but I'm, I'm looking forward to WrestleMania again. That's going to be happening on April 3rd at WWE Network. I, I've been a subscriber to the WWE Network since day one, and it's got great content in addition to all the great pay-per-views and all the other events that are going on. Uh, looking forward to seeing you uh, do your thing, and thanks again for joining us. Oh, thanks, guys. See you guys out there. All right. Have fun. Right. Thanks, care. Charlotte. Bye. Thanks, guys. See you, Joe. Let him out. Bye. That was awesome. Yeah. She won me over. Yeah. She's just a cool as F chick. Yeah. Seems super dope. I wanted to give her a hell of a lot going to NC State, but then I was like, oh, she seems nice. <laughs> Dude, those are some good words of wisdom. Like, you think about, like, a lot of these, in wrestling, I see it a lot because you got people who are sons or daughters of superstars, and you always wonder, are they trying to shy away from that? Are they trying to embrace it? But she's found a way to kind of shy away and embrace it, unlike 
many other wrestlers. Like, I mean, it's just like, I don't think she needs it. No, no, I don't think so either. I think it adds something. Like, I was very like, ugh, why is Ric Flair coming out there with her? She doesn't need this. But it's it's rather entertaining because he's just Ric Flair. Yeah, he is. And he's, you know he has, like, diarrhea of the mouth. And, you know, that's just what he does. He loves to talk on the mic. And he's not. And so he's, like, taking a backseat to his daughter. It's It's a fun dynamic. Have you heard the stories about Ric Flair? From, like, people that hang out with him, like, all on the road? Yes. Some of them. Like, Cena's shared stories and... Yeah. I wish we had time. I was going to ask her. Last time I chatted with her, we didn't, like, ran out of time. And we didn't get to go into it. But one time, because of her friendship, Rick's friendships with other wrestlers for, um, uh, you know, like, when you go to school and you have, like, you know, bring something to school day, uh, she brought Macho Man Randy Savage. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> right. How do you... That's the ultimate trump card. Yeah. That is, man. It's funny, man. I don't know. Right. Like, what else? What What is another kid going to bring? Nothing. I'll tell you what. My uh, my nephew, is. I think I told you this, just getting into wrestling. Yeah. So he's going to a house show this weekend in D.C. Oh, nice. Yeah. But like. Who's this guy? Uh, Seamus. Seamus? Seamus. Of all people? I know. What well, is it he, about Seamus that he likes? To be honest with you, my nephew has fire engine red hair. Oh. I think that's got to be part of the it. draw. It has to be. Yeah, but he likes Seamus. I became fans of certain players and teams because their star player was Steve, so I get it. Yeah, like when I was a little kid, we all liked Larry Bird, but I think in, in retrospect, just because he was the only more like big time white guy, <laughs> he wasn't going to cheer for Bill Lambeer. <laughs> Well, that's me, dude. Steve Garvey and Steve Largent, two of my favorite athletes. Not, not for I had no idea how skilled they were. I knew they were good enough to be like All Star Pro Bowl caliber. Yeah, but their names were Steve, and I'm like, that's awesome. <laughs> right. It's the dumbest reason to become a fan of a guy. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyhow, but he's going to his first show. So like, my brother's kind of like, ah, oh, he's getting into wrestling stuff. But then like, talking to Charlotte and everything, I was like, wrestling's great because it's kind of stupid fun you get to watch but yep. also like he's probably getting to that age he's what's he gonna be 11 so he's probably getting right there where he's interested in chicks yeah and it's like yeah go watch the divas this is a good time to be a fan <laughs> i always wonder if my wife just thinks like i'm just now like she knows that i'm a big fan of sasha banks so much so yeah. that i have two t-shirts i geeked out when she posted that picture on instagram but i think it's gotten to a point where it's like her obsession with justin timberlake is my obsession with sasha banks because it seems like every time she comes home and I'm not planning it, it's just by luck of the draw because I'm watching SmackDown or Raw, she walks through the door when there's a Sasha Banks match going on. <laughs> she and thinks you're just sitting there watching yeah, Sasha Banks. Repeat. Dude, I have a buddy. His wife is a small Asian lady, right? Uh-huh. Very nice and everything. He's obsessed with Serena. Oh, okay. Like to the point where his wife's like, yes, that's his girlfriend. That's his girl. That's his thing. <laughs> Fine. I'm always just like... This doesn't make sense. Like, I just had showed up in the mail. She's like, what'd you get in the mail from the WWE? I'm like, I ordered something. She's like, well, what did you order? I'm like, I'll open it up and I'll show you. And it was uh, a new coffee mug, the New Day. All right. So it's that blue with them on the unicorn. I yeah. swear, I'll lose my mind if they come flying out on a, on a unicorn. Dude, at that stadium, they might pull it off. Th- they have to. I mean, it's Texas. Can't you just get three white horses and, like, super glue... Horns to them, or put the the WWE merchandise horn, the unicorn yeah. horn that they wear, the light up one. Let's put one on a horse. God put damn it, we need one of those for this weekend. Oh, could you imagine? Do you still have your WWE uh, uh, light like up chain? Yes. All right. Do you still have yours? I I think I can put my hands on it. Okay, I know where mine is. Should All we right. bring them? 
I'll text you to. <laughs> we'll talk about the, I was we'll like, I'll out. text you later. Okay. <laughs> Let's take a quick break. <laughs> Dude, you back, have your line of chain. I have mine. It's gotten weird. People have rather easy to make conclusions to how our weekend's going to go. Well, the other thing you're is- You're bringing your light up stuff? Sweet. The other problem is our shows are off, so like we haven't got to talk much in microphones for a minute. I almost forgot we were podcasting. <laughs> like, oh yeah, we got to take a break. And just talking with Charlotte, man. It just felt like we were just BSing with a buddy. Yeah. Oh, that was fun. All right, when we get back, uh, let's talk about the guy in the tree. Man of the tree, the Steve. The man in the tree. As of right now, when we're taping this podcast- He's still in that damn tree. Like 21 hours, 20 plus hours yeah. that he's been in the tree. And actually, it all started when we started hanging out yesterday. Mm-hmm. And we'll talk about that when the Megacast returns. Oh, I, I guess I should turn this thing on, huh? When the Megacast- When the Megacast- Returns. Nice, Ted. The Tech Smith and Steve will keep you company as you drive. The Megacast will be back. You can drive all night looking for the answers in the pouring rain. You want to find peace of mind looking for the answer. You can find a reason, a reason to stay. Fitters and Restoration Hardware proudly present a Hitster Extravaganza! It's the Mega Monster Scooter Rally! Rally. Wax mustaches galore! Style straight from your grandmother's closet! Featuring all your favorite scooters! Recycled from outdated iPods! Sit in restored Victorian sofas! And watch Vespasaurus! Vespasaurus! Battle Senor Handlebar! Senor Handlebar! Enjoy hours of West End! Sit in our topiary garden where you can chat about Bernie Sanders composting and how great you are for adopting a rescue while enjoying vegan coffee. coffee. The Mega Monster Scooter Rally. Be there. I'm these guys' biggest cheerleader, and you should be too. Yeah. The Mega Cast is back. Charlotte's a cheerleader for us. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, How true is that that monster scooter spot that we just heard? Well, everybody in the Soldiers of Destiny likes to compost. Uh, I'm thinking about not just getting a rescue, but an old rescue. Okay. Yeah. Anyone vegan in the Soldiers of Destiny, which is a a scooter club. Yeah, I'm sure there's a couple vegans in there. And uh, you... Have they finished their their cross country track or have no, they? No, no, no. That's not till summertime. Okay, because uh, yeah. real quick for those that you're you're involved with the guys in the Soldiers of Destiny. Yeah, so it's called Highway to Heal. Yeah, and uh, they're gonna. It's a cannonball run that starts down near Jacksonville, Florida, and then ends up here. And I want to say Muckleteo. Okay. So, uh, our buddy Barnes, right? Barnes, right? Justin, who's the president of Soldiers of Destiny, which is hilarious. Yeah, Uh, our Joe, Joe, who used to work here. Yep. Yep, And then uh, our other friend. I don't think you know Big Daddy. Oh, Big Daddy! Of course, I know Big Daddy. You know what? You might have met him at Pain in the Grass. Okay, because he uh, he like tour manages bands. Oh, okay. So you might have met him before. Oh, right on. Uh, Anyhow, so they're raising money for the Moyer Foundation. 
So we had a, a like a fundraiser down in Belltown Pizza a couple weeks ago. Nice. And then uh, coming up in June, Father's Day weekend, we're having a big event out at the uh, Evergreen Speedway. And I saw that uh, Jamie Moyer actually is now in the loop. Like he caught yeah. wind of this and tweeted to Barnes and the crew how much he appreciates that, which I know Barnes is a huge Mariners fan. Oh my so God. So I can I only imagine, like I just recently had a Twitter conversation with my, the goalie that made me love hockey, Sean Burke. Yeah. And we had a conversation on Twitter. He started following me. And like just BSing with me on Twitter. And it was like, I was through the roof. Like my wife was like, I've never seen you glow like this. I mean, you've had like Pearl Jam follow you and other people follow you on Twitter and you geek out about it. But like, you're like actually like fangirling out. So yeah. I, can, I can, I know how It was how the same way years ago when we went to Spokane the first time. Mm-hmm. I got wasted, passed out, and I woke up in the morning and in my Twitter feed was like, People subtweeting about me to Casey Keller, and he's like, "Oh no, Ted's the man! Like he supports, he's in. I oh, get it. See, that's right. awesome. So, right, I'm with you. I've had those those fanboy moments yeah. too. It's just such a cool thing that you can actually have a car- correspondence with people that you idolize, and and they come off really cool. Yeah, I think it's neat. It's uh, awesome. Yeah. So uh, Highway to Heal. Highway to Heal. Uh, oh, just type in Highway to Heal. You'll Google. find it. Yeah. You'll figure it out. Or Soldiers of Destiny. It's yeah. not, there's not that many scooter clubs. <laughs> yeah. You'll figure it out. All right. Let's talk about the guy in the tree. So Ted. I don't even know. You know what? I have a news report. I was obsessed this morning. I woke up and went on um, like manintheTree.com, I think it was, and it links you right to the streaming for uh, Como 4, where they just have a camera on the man in the tree. Yeah. And we should say, yesterday we got up, we did uh, New Day Northwest together. Yes. Then we went and had lunch. Yes. Now, at this point, the guy had climbed up the tree, but I didn't really know it was a thing. Right, because we saw ambulances and cops fly. Remember, we had to pull off. Oh, yeah. Because all, all heading, and we even joked, we're like, man, I'm glad I'm not going down in that area. And yeah. it turns out that that was where they were going. Yeah, they were all going to the man in the tree, right? <laughs> so it was like, then I started seeing that hashtag. I walked by, and it just, just a dude standing, sitting in a tree. And here's, uh, the, uh, I think this is Theron Zahn doing his report for Como 4 News this morning. Stewart, and yeah, he's still up there, and we've been watching him throughout the morning. We've had a crew out here throughout the night, and uh, he was up a little while ago. He was uh, yelling. He was uh, uh, screaming a little bit there, and again, not really going anywhere. And, and so he's like 80 feet up on the tree that they light up for Christmas. Yeah, right, right. next to Macy's. Yeah, right. It's, on the uh, back side, right. Right, right by the Starbucks. That, that 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 standalone Starbucks that's like kind of like right by the Macy's isn't that it? No 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 he's not in the center of Westlake. Oh okay. That tree leaves. Oh the whole he's... time I thought he was on the Christmas tree. No 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 he's not on that. Tree. They do put Christmas lights on this tree too. But you know like like <laughs> I'm Macy's like, jerk. Stop touching our Christmas tree. He's directly across from the Mariners team store on Fourth. Oh, that little triangle building. Got you. So then you cross Fourth Avenue and he and that tree's right there. Oh, okay. That makes a little bit more sense now. Yeah. Okay, now, now I'm tracking. All right, so back to Theron. Uh, we, uh, again, take a look at this video. At one point overnight, he did come down uh, most of the way down the tree in our video, but then he went back up. Now, this after spending most of yesterday, again, yelling at police negotiators, throwing things like apples and pine cones at people below. Now, he uh, tore up the tree quite a bit toward the top. He was yelling and screaming for a while, and then he sort of sort of went in. I don't know if he's got a hammock or he has some sort of accommodations he's made for himself up there. But I got to tell you, if I... Yes, he's turned it into a luxury suite. Yeah, well, I mean, it looks like he broke, like, because there's a lot of branches missing on that tree. It seemed... He made a nest. And then how did he secure that nest? I don't know. Right? Because I saw pictures look like he was straight up lounging in there. We think he's homeless. I think he's just a hipster that works at Boeing. Also, 
Like, is it illegal to climb tr- climb trees in the city? I just. <laughs> Sorry, I do feel like this guy is just a waste of money happening. Right, just like, let him stay up there. He'll come down eventually. Yeah, and... It's and, not like he's a cat. Right, and if like a big gust of wind... Like, I, I don't feel that bad if he falls. Sorry, I'm going to say it. Like, he climbed the tree. We had, Can you... I'm like, I walked by two cops last night, and they were like, you can't get out of the street. And I was like, I'm just going to go up and check it out. They were just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Yeah. I want to be like, how stupid is this? Yeah. It's such a waste of money in these like cops and, and firefighters' time. Like and traffic and... Oh, God, uh, screw that moron. Just bang on the tree a couple times and act like you're hitting it with an axe and go, Timber! And see how quick he starts scurrying down that tree. Yeah. We had a couple ideas last night on the podcast. Oh, yeah? Like? Well... <laughs> this is Cobb's idea, and okay. hear out the thought. It's this: you don't want to blast him out with a fire hose. Okay. But what if you aimed a fire hose at like an arc, so that it just was perpetually raining on him for hours on end, just make it miserable, and then finally he just like, all right, I'm coming down. <laughs> now it's all of a sudden like an episode of Survivor. Yeah, this I mean, guy I, would win Survivor with the patience that he has. He's like, I don't know if, while we've been doing this podcast if he's finally come down on the tree, but twenty hours in, he's still up on that tree. He was still there when I walked by, and that was only like an hour ago. Uh, here's more from that uh, report. Slept for fifteen minutes and then woke up at the top of a tree. I would be terrified. So uh, there's a lot going on here. Just waiting for it to resolve peacefully, and uh, hopefully he'll come down and get the help that he needs, and all this can end uh, with it as happy an ending as possible. I love that part. Uh, as happy of it. If you offer him a happy ending, I bet he'll come down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and he almost came down because uh, some girl offered to kiss him, and then he thought better of it. No kidding. Yeah, apparently some girl said, if you come down, I'll kiss you, and he started coming down, and he's like, ah, no. Yeah, I mean, I just don't see what the end game is here. And again, I don't know what is so illegal. Uh, your guess is as good as mine in that situation. I have no idea. I don't know the rules behind climbing trees. One person that did say he can help out is our boy Phoenix Jones. Yeah. Did you see that? Yeah. Did you hear what he said? Well, I read his quotes that were like, he j- I know this guy. He just wants a beer, a cigarette, and a sandwich. Right. So he's now, he- like last night, he was heading towards the scene with a bag that had all of those, th- all of those things. Yeah. And apparently he got shot down. Uh, maybe poor choice of terms in this situation. But he got denied by the Seattle police. And uh, here's Phoenix Jones on his Twitter page talking about the man in the tree. All right, so I'm down here with the man in the tree. Uh, I brought him some Newports and a beer because we know him. We've dealt with him for years, and this is how he acts. This is what he needs. Earlier, we heard he was yelling for Newports. We can probably get him out, but the cops won't take my sandwich or my stuff or let me close to the scene. So I hope they can do it themselves because clearly the SPD doesn't want help from someone who knows the freaking guy. It's ridiculous. I mean, our superhero wanted to get involved. I know. Somebody posted a picture, a tweet last night that was just like, superheroes, guy in a tree, like, could this be any more Seattle? <laughs> so true. Right? I'm just thinking about, I can't wait to talk to my mom and my dad, because whenever anything happens in this town, they're like, what's going on over there? Yeah, I get the same thing. I don't know how to explain this one. Yeah, there's a guy up in a tree. Yeah, for a while, we had another guy that was living with squirrels. I mean, we just have, this is just the world that we live in here in the Northwest. Do you ever get the one from your parents that's like, like, I heard there's a terrible flood or, you know, is every, are you okay? Yes. Like, I don't live in Carnation. All the time. Right? It's like, I don't know, it's like, they can't fathom that there's other towns besides Seattle that are not that close. My parents, yeah, as soon as I see something in the news that has Washington in, in its title that becomes a national story, I count the minutes until I get the phone call. Steven, are you okay? We heard about all the landslides. I'm like, uh, yeah, those were like an hour away from my house. 
Oh, okay. So everything's good at your house and foundation's good? Yes. Nothing has changed. It's just drizzling by my house. Right. I don't have a giant body of water that I'm plopped on. Yeah. Can you get out? From what? Why? <laughs> like, it's like, that's at the pass, that snow. Like, it's, I'm like, it's raining downtown. I haven't seen a snowflake in two years down here. You're downtown. Like, what are they thinking? Yeah, I could get out of my apartment. Right? I'm fine. And then everybody in my family's been to my apartment. Like, right. or like what you, come on, man. What'd you think? My apartment complex was right next to all these rural homes that are on the river? Right. And then while it's snowing, you just happen to miss it the last time you visited? Oh, you didn't go on the backside of my apartment complex where there's just a flowing river. Right. There's fake grass in my building. Right. Fake grass. The highlight, though, of the watching the streaming, Ted, um, was the audio because they had the mics on the whole time. All so right. they were just streaming, I think, for the minute they realized there's a guy stuck on the top of the tree overnight. So I, I'm up at like five in the morning. I was say, in Como's defense, by like three or something yesterday, they had that stream up. Oh, dude, they not, they knocked it out of the park. And I thought this was very entertaining because you hear like Darren's on the reporter and his producer or his, you know, the, the, the photographer, the video guy, just videographer, Steve. The videographer. Just conversing, you know, trying to kill time. And at one point, Theron drops, like, if you're a Stephen Wright fan, you, you probably found great humor in what he said. But if you're not, you're like, what is wrong with this guy? All right. It's, it's a great moment. So here, let's check it out. He's calmed down a little bit. Yes. Since uh, he went on a little bit of a tirade for a while, um, we actually changed the angle of the camera because, uh, I don't know, how, how do I put this? I don't know what the rules, I mean, they're... Clearly, I, I am. I'm a, been on TV for many, many years. Now, at this moment, he's struggling to try and explain to everybody that the man on the tree just took a poop. Oh, going back to our conversation earlier. All right. So, and, and you'll hear his videographer step in and just be like, "They defecated." <laughs> so awesome, dude. Here we go. So I'm used to the the what you can say and what you can't say on TV. Uh, now the live stream, I would I would follow the same rules. So I'm going to tell you that he was making some gestures and at one point during the overnight our, our overnight crew says that uh he was defecating he was well <laughs> that's the medical term defecating defecating i like how he's like that's the medical term what term do you want to use darren do you want to say the s-bomb that he it's pooped took it a giant s i don't know i mean that was bound to happen too he was uh relieving himself so yeah, nice I, I like that i heard rumors that he was throwing it too <laughs> At that point, like you said, let him handle this on his own. Yeah. We want to make sure you don't have to see that. Uh, Show us again, that. He's definitely still up there. It really just amazes me. I'm terrified of heights. I mean, in fact, I'm, I'm scared of widths, too. Most people don't know that. Ter- terrified of what? Widths. Of widths. Uh, not just like, that's an old Stephen Wright joke. <laughs> i got to give him credit for that. <laughs> Oh, At first, I think, cameraman did him no favors on that joke. None. He's like, what? Because I thought he said wits, like W-I-T-S. Then I realized it was like with, like height and width. So he's afraid of widths. <sighs> I'm not afraid of heights. I'm afraid of widths. Um, but no, the he's still up there. And it yeah, he's not going to be making it into an open mic anytime soon. No. That's a waste of time for him, too. Man of the Tree's gone from kind of funny to like, he's just pissing me off now.
<laughs> and I don't want to listen to him, Steve. Who, the man in the tree? Yeah. Oh, he's going to be on all the talk shows. <sighs> he's going to be the hero of the day. Everyone's going to want an exclusive. This guy's going to get, like, endorsements. Yeah. I don't know from what. <laughs> Here's uh, one more clip there. Again, plenty of time to kill when you're streaming for 24 hours or however many hours it is. Um Here's now the tables are turned. The photographer, the videographer, brings up something that Theron has no idea what the F the guy is talking about. All right. Here we go. It's this live stream, I mean, wonder what the, what is the world record for a live stream like, um, going on? Like Twitch a continuous Pokemon? Twitch plays Pokemon. At- Someone was playing Pokemon on a live stream? Yeah, so how it works. <laughs> it's, it's that moment when Theron just realized he's a lot older. Yeah. He's like, what? Twitch, what? How long did that go? That went for days. Days? Days. Um, aren't there issues, like medical things you need to do? Well, how it worked is uh, Twitch is an online streaming site. Uh-huh. Um, basically, one of the guys made a program where it would take inputs from anyone at random, and then the character would move on screen. So you had however many thousand... Okay, you've lost me. I've completely... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, that guy got halfway through the explanation, and he was like, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, you didn't laugh at my Stephen Wright joke. I don't even care about your Twitch story. Yeah. You lost me. I'm out. Right? How does that work? Hey, you know what? That sounds like it sucks. Yeah. This isn't nearly as cool as what we're doing. We got a man in the tree, and he's pooping. And a man in the tree. It's a man in the tree. <laughs> right? Well, I mean, somebody's got to be making that song right now. Something. Someone's doing a parody song, yeah. I'm sure. Somewhere. Where's Bob Rivers when we need him? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, he'd be nailing it. <laughs> um, speaking of television stuff, Ted and I, I don't know if you guys had an opportunity yet, but we were on New Day Northwest yesterday. Correct. On Tuesday. So if you just go to King 5's website or follow us on Twitter at the Megacast, we put a link up. Great experience. Awesome. Got to give a shout out to the security guy. We're trying to figure out how to get into the building. All of a sudden, we hear a guy yell, Ted! And then we go over, and he's like, yeah, you come in through this way. And I'm like, oh, that was cool. And then he goes, Mega Family. I'm like, oh, F yeah. Yeah, I was trying to remember where I knew that guy from. I think we watched a Sounders game, Sounders game together once like on the field. Like We oh. both had these passes somehow for like the last 10 minutes. Oh, I remember those pictures that you took yeah. when you were on the field. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's who it is. Well, that was cool of him. Uh, thanks to Sue. Uh, Sue Ring, who's the producer over there and director and does a whole bunch of stuff. And uh, she gave us a great tour of the new King 5 facilities that are right across the street from Safeco Field. Right across from Safeco Field. Uh, and so it's... I mean, to the point where, like we were saying, one it's only going to take one big event before we start seeing naked people behind them while they're broadcasting live. I'm telling you, Mariners opening night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for There's sure. going to either be a flash or a moon. Something's going to happen. We're not. Do not do it. Right. We just think it might happen. Don't say the mega cast asked you to do this, because we're not. We're just saying it's inevitable. Yeah. Now watch. We're never going to be allowed back on New Day Northwest. No. Like, Damn it. Right? We didn't mean it that way. Yeah. Please don't. Seriously. We're not doing like one of those wink, wink, nudge, nudge, don't do it, but really do. Like, don't do it and don't really do it. And for the record, Steve brought it up. Man, you're right. I did. I can edit it out. <laughs> or I can say, Ted had an idea. And then... <laughs> uh, but yeah, right. You can watch it there I did want to play one real quick clip Because I just thought it was awesome We're like Pavlov's dogs At the end of the clip She sang goodbye to us And when she said the Megacast Ted and I just busted into our Megacast voice
So here, check this out from New Day Northwest. Thank you guys very much. We appreciate it. Uh, Catch Steve on the BJ and Miggs Morning Show weekdays from 6 to 10 on KISW and the Ted Smith and the Men's Room weekday afternoons from 2 to 6. The two also team up for a podcast called the Megacast. And then, of course, you can see Susie here because she has to stay. (laughs) I did not realize we had done that. To also team up for a podcast called the Megacast. Megacast. And then, of course, you can see Susie here because she has to stay. I forgot we did that until I watched it back. And I'm like, oh, my God, we actually did do that. Uh, All right, look, I got to run. But one other quick thing. Did you notice the awkward moment when we were talking about the clothes? No. So the segment before us was about adding color guys to your clothes the whole segment was about that right right so it was kind of funny like wear a yellow jacket right steve and i were literally wearing kind of gray and black exactly what the the fashion lady was kind of hating on right she's like guys always wear dark colors like gray and black and oh, that's kind of what we're wearing now i think i know it's just timing but when i so i'm talking about the male model and like he's not plus size yeah it's something and i just offhandedly i go yeah steve and i need a little more color and everybody in the room kind of laughs because they had just seen that segment and for that reason, I don't know why, but the camera pans to a black man. No, it doesn't. Somebody pointed it out to me. No, it doesn't. I swear to God. No, it doesn't. I said, we need more color. Everybody laughs. Then you go, one, one thousand, two, one thousand. Random black dude in the audience. No. Yeah. I know you're gonna go, so I don't know. I know that wasn't intentional, but I no, not. I know it wasn't either. That's like somebody just uh, oh, tweeted a- at me and was like, "Dude, like I think it was completely accidental, but I was dying when they did that." I'm sweating. I'm laughing so hard about yeah. that. All right, let's get out of here. Hopefully, I can get ten more. Thank you for listening. Be sure to follow us on Twitter. I'm sure if we remember, if we're not too inebriated, we'll send out a lot of tweets from our experience in Spokane. Expect a lot on Friday. Yeah. A few on Saturday. Yeah. I bet Saturday we'll we'll probably forget that we even own cell phones. Yeah. All right. So, Ted, as always, this has been a lot of fun. Huge thanks to Charlotte from the WWE for uh, kicking it with us. Yeah. A little nod to uh, Tribe Called Quest right there. Oh. Yeah. Sorry. The Burning Man tickets are going on sale, man. Oh, we got to go. We got to go. Okay. (laughs) 10 push-ups. All right. Here we go. Thank you, Mega Family. Follow us. At the Megacast, email us, themegacast at yahoo.com. Let's get 10 for Ted so he can get his Burning Man ticket. I didn't realize that's why you needed to go. Yeah, that's why I got to be done. Gosh. You are the man in the tree. <laughs> are you getting him tickets too? Hell no, man. Man in the tree? No. He probably gets to go for free now. <coughs> he's wasted enough of my money in the city's money, Steve. I bet he's a burner. Yeah. Good luck, Ted. I hope you get the tickets. Did you start it, Ted? Yes. And you said what it hurts to go down. <laughs> it did. It hurt my back to go down. Have fun with that one, Mega Family. All right. Good luck getting your tickets, man. Thanks, man. It's going to be tough. Is it? Yeah, seriously. All right. Good luck to you then. See ya. To also team up for a podcast called The Mega Cast. And then, of course, you can see Susie here because she has to stay.